morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Stroop here, back on the saddle for another wild, wonderful, wide-eyed, and <laughs> weird Wednesday. Friends, Torch Report 242, reporting to you from the bustling metropolis of Washington, D.C. Friends, keep your eyes wide open. Are you ready to make America great again? Do you think that they're going to let that happen, friends? Here we go. Go. As you know, I am sure. Last night, President, former President Donald Trump announced he was running for re-election in 2024. And honestly, I just have to say, I've got mixed emotions about it. And I'm going to tell you why here in a minute. But first, I want to share a little screenshot of the front page here in this uh, right off the Seattle Times this morning. It's got Trump there and he's all he's happy. He's beaming, you know, make America great again. 2024. It says Trump seeks the White House again amid GOP losses and legal probes. The former president is facing a series of escalating criminal investigations, including several that could lead to indictments and blame for the midterm losses. Now, I just want to point out here, friends, notice the words escalating and blame. Isn't it true that the blame has been escalating for years at this point? Wasn't that the whole point of the J6 show trials? Hasn't that been the point of labeling Trump supporters as MAGA extremists? Isn't that why there has been so much concerted effort to turn the establishment-type Republicans against this unhinged fringe minority of the party? I believe the answer is emphatically yes to all of the above. And friends, as you know, we are not unhinged. We may be a little bit crazy, but come on, who's not a little bit crazy, right? In fact, those of us who voted for Donald Trump in the 2020 election, who have insisted on asking the hard questions about all of these statistical anomalies and voting irregularities since then, you know, like why in the hell were the Democrats allowed to steal the election and insert a sock puppet for the president in the Oval Office? You know, we who are asking those questions are not the crazy ones, friends. We are the rational ones who demand logical answers, who are intelligent enough to think for ourselves, and who have yet to receive a satisfactory explanation as to what the hell is going on. Instead, every effort has been made not only to sweep the 2020 elections under the rug and try to keep Donald Trump from ever getting elected ever again, their efforts have been made to destroy the man. And it has just been this insatiable appetite to destroy anybody associated with the man. And it makes his announcement, to me, equal parts remarkable and flabbergasting. And yet, here we are. I cannot help but filter this through the lens of psyops, psychological warfare optimism, hope, hopium, you know, will there be investigations if Trump gets reelected? Will there be political accountability? Will we really make America great again? I suppose, friends, that it's possible, but I would say don't hold your breath. We should certainly try. I would rather be an optimist and be wrong than be a pessimist and be right, but something just does not quite sit right with all of this. It feels like a setup. I'm just going to say it out loud, you know? More than anything, uh, what I've learned here during my time in D.C. is that our elected representatives, those who we elect in our hometown, in our home you know, counties and states across the country, we send them to D.C. and what happens? You know, well, 
come to find out, <laughs> our elected representatives are not the ones running the show. You know, they're just shaking their fists at the sky and screaming into the storm. You know, it's just a handful of party bosses who, despite the appearance of being arch rivals, are actually working in cahoots with global power brokers to advance an international agenda. We've talked at length about all of this. So you know the context. We know that they control, those very few elite politicians, control the flow of money, which is either extracted from the peasants, uh, taxes, more taxes, or it's printed out of thin air to inflate away the value of the dollar. Uh, either way, it's directly invested into the proverbial deep state coffers, you know, and from there, that's that would be all the, the hundreds and thousands of agencies that are out there, you know, with these unelected bureaucrats where they can use these funds to regulate, manipulate and pilfer the unsuspecting public. Friends, it's top down control. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. You know, it happens every damn day. We've we've become accustomed to this and this is just the way it is. Right. And and what's wrong with that? Right. I thought that's the way that we, the game is played. Well, it is the way the game is played. But, you know, they keep changing the rules and we'll get more into that when I get back. Uh, but right now, friends, that is the state of American politics in a nutshell. Our form of government is supposed to represent the will of we the people, but it has become wholly dysfunctional for serving that purpose. And, of course, as I'm sure that you know, this dysfunction is a feature. It is not a bug in the system. So do you remember Jeffrey Epstein? Little uh, little picture there in the in the article. Friends, if you're if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, it's wherever podcasts are listened to, you gotta know that you're not getting all the goodies unless you go to thetorchreport.com and check out the article for yourself. Thetorchreport.com. What you find there is a picture of yours, truly your favorite, lovable, ignorant peasant holding a sign that says, and I quote, Epstein didn't kill himself. Da, da, da. It's put out there by FreedomWorks, and I love FreedomWorks because freedom works, but also because they're a little edgy. You know, they've got signs like that, and then they've got, you know, little stickers like MILF stickers like MILF. You know, man, I love freedom. You know, <laughs> anyway, friends, it's, 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 it's provocative, but it is intentionally attention-grabbing and making people curious enough to check it out, you know. When you see a sign that says Epstein didn't kill himself like that, you think, don't think for a second. You know, people aren't interested in that story, you know, <laughs> and don't think for a second that this wasn't a political suicide, you know, and think about that for a second, because political suicide, you know, now that is power, raw power, is it not? Keep in mind that there are those in the world who believe the ends justify the means. They're the kind of people that... Uh, you know, mentor our great leaders like President Barack Hussein Obama and Hillary Kankles Clinton. You know, there are no rules except for the rules of radicals. Morality does not apply and it does not guide the people who have this sort of power, this sort of hunger and craving for power. And there is neither shame nor conscience in this type of character. So please keep that in mind moving forward. Think about it. Isn't it amazing? That Teflon Don hasn't been utterly destroyed by the establishment he so brazenly disrupted. 
He stood up, he rocked the boat, and he got away with it, right? Wrong. You know, they 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 tried to get him, but it's it's like he always seemed to just outfox him, you know. When they when they've got him on the run, he always gets away. When they think when they think they've got him pinned down or nailed to the wall, he always manages this like Houdini like escape. Oh, they got him this time. This time for sure they're gonna get Trump's taxes, and yet it never happens, you know. It's they're gonna lock him up, but it never happens. And it's it's almost better than fiction, right? This, sto- this real life story is better than it's you can't make this stuff up. You know, Donald Trump is like the ultimate hero or like the ultimate villain, depending on who you ask, which side you're on. And his meteoric rise was unimaginable. You know, nobody believed it. It was even incomprehensible. It's a preposterous. Never will this uh, TV showman, you're fired, going to make his way into the White House. That's not going to happen. You know, the the political establishment and the media lapdogs, they didn't believe it for a second. But the American people saw somebody that was uh, engaging and entertaining and charismatic, and he's going to go drain the swamp, and he's going to lock her up and all this kind of stuff. And his crass and crude behavior reverberated across the heartland. And like him, love him, or hate the man, he was a man who got stuff done. He ushered in an era of energy, independence, and economic prosperity, the likes of which we had not seen in decades. There was record low unemployment in communities of all colors. You know, Red tape was slashed, and the beast of bureaucracy was temporarily put on a leash. He was a champion of the people. But then, then, then COVID struck, and that changed everything. And don't forget, friends, Dr. Fauci said it was going to happen. He guaranteed it was going to happen just shortly after Trump took office. How remarkable the uh, the foresight of this man, Dr. Fauci. You know, he uh, even even prior to the pandemic, you know, Trump was opposed by his own party, was he not? He was betrayed by the establishment. You know, his efforts to make America great again were undermined at every step of the way, and we the people had to watch it all happen. Repeal and replace Obamacare, yes, that's what we need to do, but look uh, – it, it, what happened? You know, they had the power in the House and the Senate, and then nothing, nothing happened, even though you would think that those people that we had voted to go there and do those things would follow through on their promises. We were betrayed, friends. We were betrayed. But, friends, if you think about what we have been through since way back when, way back then when Trump first came down the escalator, it's been a wild emotional roller coaster. At first, the surge of excitement and hope, and then the tenuous, nervous, unknowing of what happens next. Then the utter disgust and disappointment of betrayal by the people who we thought we could trust. Over and over again, this pattern has played out. Repeal and replace Obamacare? Yes! Oh, wait! Oh, no! Ah! You know, we were stabbed in the back by our own party. What the hell's going on? Wait, wait, wait. No, there's hope. There's hope. They're still investigating Clinton's water closet server. You know, the economy is booming. You know, there's going to be some accountability here and things are looking up. So, you know, it's not so bad. Okay, okay, but wait, no, no, no way. She got away with it. What? Oh, come on. You got to be kidding me. You know, Barr dropped the ball. You know, now they're going to impeach Trump. WTF? What the hell is going on out there? I think a lot of people were feeling that way. I know a lot of people are feeling like that because I've talked to a lot of people who are feeling like that and they told me all about it. Now, by the time the pandemic struck, Our emotions had already been yanked every which way for years. For many people, this new threat of an invisible enemy that was going to make their heads turn green and explode, that was what broke them. You know, hoarding toilet paper for a respiratory disease, you know, this new threat, uh, you know, all the strange, you know, unknowns were out there. There's a lot of strange behavior that quickly became normalized. It was scary. 
but there was hope. You know, we just had to mask up for two weeks to flatten the curve, and then there was hope that we could get back to normal. But wait, no, 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 no way. Lockdowns, what do you mean we got to cancel school? What do you mean we got to cancel Christmas? What do you mean we got to close up shop, stay home, shut, you know, lose our business and live in constant fear? What's, you know, how much more can we take? How much more can we take? But wait. Just when it seemed like there was no hope, no light at the end of the tunnel, there was hope. There's going to be a vaccine. Yes, yes, a vaccine. That's when we can get back to normal, once we get the vaccine. And people, of course, were desperate for the vaccine, lining up for the vaccine. And Trump, despite all of his despicable flaws and failures that were being relentlessly pumped out across the media, despite him being arguably the most divisive topic around the dinner table, at least he was a businessman. At least Trump could get those vaccines made fast. And he did. And he took credit for it, did he not? And I mean, you know, obviously he didn't make them himself, but he did cut the red tape and let the government partner with private corporations in ways that had never been done before. Amazing public-private partnerships. Incredible. You know, of course, he was embroiled in scandal and twice impeached during the process, but he did deliver on Operation Warp Speed before he finally got kicked out of office, which, you know, Operation Warp Speed must have saved millions of lives. So in a lot of ways, Trump's a savior. But, <laughs> I mean, like, at least in some, some people's minds, you know. Now, there was hope with this new vaccine and the success and all that. But then, don, don, da, you know, came the Delta variant. Oh, no. You know, oh, the disappointment, you know, the heart wrenching you know, disappointment when we learned that the vaccines, which were always promised to be safe and effective, was were utterly useless against this new deadly variable variant, not a variable <laughs> Um but this very, I mean, I'm, lots of people, the hospitals are overflowing again. More people are dying again. Oh, my gosh. You know, but wait, 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 wait. There's hope. You know, they've developed the booster. And now Biden is the president. And surely if we've got the boosters and we've got Biden, then everything's going to be OK. You know, we can take off our masks now. Right. We're almost back to normal now. Right. Right. I want to get excited, but I'm just not sure. Friends, haven't we been here before? Stop the tape. You know, we have been here before. We've talked about this. These are the cycles of psychological warfare. You know, take a slow, deep breath and pause with that full breath for just a second. Feel your heartbeat and then relax as you let it out. Not bad. Hey, why not do it again? You know, another slow, deep breath. Another pause, feeling the heartbeat and then just relax the shoulders as you exhale and ask what's real right now because we've all been through a lot have we not we've all learned a lot these last few years our lives have all changed in ways that are hard we've suffered but have we grieved friends have you grieved have we grieved the loss of loved ones have we grieved the loss of homes of dreams of jobs have we grieved the loss of life experiences Have we grieved the loss of normal, the loss of family and friends who we no longer talk to, friend? Have we grieved the loss of life as we know it? Or are we still holding on to the hope that one day we'll wake up and everything will be okay? If Donald Trump just gets elected, then everything's going to be okay. You know, Uh, then everything's going to get back to normal again. Or perhaps we've come to accept that this is the new normal. And it's not really that bad. I mean, come on, we got to mask up sometimes, just got to get our boosters every six months or however often they tell us to, you know. Perhaps we've adapted, adjusted, and accepted that all of this craziness, it's just part of life. I mean, it just happened. Nobody could have seen this coming, right? 
I mean, come on. Who could have seen that Donald Trump was going to be running again for president in 2024? I mean, stop the tape. You know, holy smokes. You can't make this up. But friends, I got to ask, can you see the patterns? Can you see how the cycle is set to start all over again? Do you realize what this is doing to the public psyche? Have you heard of mass psychosis? Are you familiar with psychological warfare? What about brainwashing? I know we've talked about it, but if you're new to the crowd here, uh, you might want to go back and look at some of the episodes. You know, Just go way back and start listening because we've been on this journey of discovery, learning about what actually happens. This is how it happens. This is the specific cycle of emotions that heighten suggestibility. The, the repeated discombobulation, disorientation, it interrupts our mental patterns. It leads to all sorts of, you know, the, the, this kind of quasi-hypnotic state and a hijacking of the mind. At, at some point, people just shut down or they snap. You know, they've had enough. They, can't, they just can't take it anymore, you know. And that's why society right now today is experiencing a skyrocketing mental health crisis. And that's not just in America, friends. That is all around the globe. Think about those Chinese and how they're doing out there, hanging out in Shanghai, you know, trying to sing out the window when the drone's saying, don't sing out the window, control your soul's urge for freedom. How do you think they're doing in the mental emotional department? You know, how about the generations of kids that have been under this, you know, uh, prolonged state of crisis for years at this point? Come on, think about it, you know. Um, but even... Now, you know, even even those who are tuning out, they're like, just ignore it, whatever. It doesn't really matter. We're still immersed in this new reality. Uh, those who are trying to ignore it are still absorbing the messages that are being bombarded, uh, bombarding their senses every single day, every second of every day. It's, it's relentless propaganda. We all are suffering from that. We're all we all have to deal with that. We have to process that. And that's a lot to process. You know, is it not? You know, but hey, you know, do you remember that conversation that we were having about how the government is using AI to manipulate emerging perceptions? You know, remember they call it algorithmic social interventions. Remember that we were just talking about that and it's already being deployed at the global scale and the sentinel surveillance and all that great stuff, you know, maybe this will help us through the mental health crisis, you know? Do you think that the AI understands that we are hackable animals like the elite have told us? You know, they, they just proclaimed humans need to get over the fact that they think they have a mysterious soul. We're just a bunch of hackable animals, you know? And it kind of feels like we're being treated like that, does it not? You know, so how does all this AI and algorithmic social intervention play into this story? Wouldn't that affect the flow of information that affects our emotions and then affects how we feel and what we think and what we do and how we vote? How might that uh, manipulation of our perception be, or maybe uh, how might our perceptions be manipulated with this technology between now and 2024. And I have to ask, friends, what do you think? You know, could the next great manipulation already be underway? And could this great announcement be part of it? I don't know. Think about it and decide for yourself, friends. Uh, nothing is quite as it seems. There is a fine line between waking and dreams. And right now, friends, is the time to keep our eyes wide open. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor of finding that little heart, clicking the heart, and giving me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already, and above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you share this with a friend. Better yet, share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wild, wide-eyed Wednesday. It's a wonderful Wednesday, friends. Get out there and embrace this day, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.